The Jaguars are future focused. Future focus. This is Jaguars Post Game, presented by Florida Home AC. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, and pride of the Jaguars, Fred Taylor, bring you highlights and analysis from today's game. Jaguars Post Game, presented by Florida Home AC, is brought to you by Farrah and Farrah, Baptist Health, and by TIAA Bank. Now, to get things started, here's J.P. Shadrick. And welcome in. It's Jaguars Post Game, presented by Florida Home AC. Call Florida Home AC today, official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. J.P. Shadrick with Mike Dempsey. Fred Taylor is on the phone with us after a Jaguars loss in week one, 28-22, the final score. A slow start, some missed opportunities on offense. The defense, after giving up two early touchdowns, rallied and in the middle of the game played very, very well and into the third and early fourth quarter had a couple of takeaways and the Jaguars offense found their footing in that same time so the Jags gained the lead couldn't hang on at the very tail end of the game though and Washington rallies for a win at home in week one over the Jaguars Fred good afternoon first of all and this one's a tough one to take but um, there are some positive things to take away from this game and a lot of things you still got to clean up JP, hey, how's it going, guys? Mike, what's up, big guy? Hey, big dog. Hey, um, football season, man, we're back, man. Every every play counts, you know. Every snap uh, counts, man. Uh, you know, guys got to stay out there, stay stay solid the duration of the game. But certainly encouraging, you know. They could have easily laid down there when it was fourteen three, but they battled back. I, I I love the hustle. They started making the tackles that they were supposed to make, breaking up and uh, rallying to the football as a unit from a defensive standpoint, offensively, you know, um, got to play better. Certainly got to play better up front, give the quarterback a little bit more time there. Um, they did okay job running the ball. Uh, I think that, I think overall, it's a lot to, it's, a lot, it, it's encouraging, a lot to uh, uh, look forward to, and I think they're going to be okay. I, I would have loved to see them come back and get the W here, but um, again, very encouraging. Fred, uh, particularly Trevor Lawrence's play, uh, what did you see today as he missed some throws early and then decided to throw it up for grabs on third down late that ultimately got intercepted? Yeah, Mike, um, uh, okay, not not great. You know, had an early overthrow to Marvin Jones on a third and five. Should have been a connected ball right there. You know, Trevor's defense had a few uh, – not a ton of drops, but the ETN drop right there could have helped pad his stack, and it could have been a touchdown on a fourth down play right there. Uh, that last ball, he's desperation throw. You know, had some pressure, couldn't get his shoulders around, couldn't square up and make that throw, just kind of threw a ball up, and uh, it was intercepted. So uh, I don't know if they come back and make a play on the next down, you know, tw- right there to end the game. But uh, certainly it plays with a lot of heart, a lot of passion a guy that we're going to win some football games with. All right, plenty more ahead. We'll take our first time out. More with Fred Taylor when we return. We're awaiting the first word with head coach Doug Peterson, Bucky Brooks standing by at FedEx Field. We'll get the thoughts of the head coach after a week one loss. 28-22, Washington over the Jaguars. And this is Jaguars postgame on Jaguars Radio. Welcome back. Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, Fred Taylor after a Jaguars loss in week one, 28-22. The final score, 
The Washington Commanders rally to get a win. The Jaguars were down 14-3 early in this game. The defense settled in at the end of the first half and the beginning of the second half, really the third quarter. The offense found their sea legs and got into the end zone in the second half. They rallied to take the lead 22-14 at one point, but then two late touchdowns for Washington, and they overcame that late deficit for a win at home over the Jaguars. Uh, All right, so there are some positive things, but there are a lot of negative things today. Penalties, 13 for 90 yards in this game, Fred, and those mistakes come back to bite you in key moments. Every single time, JP, every single time. And there were some huge penalties, man. I'm talking about, you know, ETN had a 15-yard run early on there. Uh, We had a third and 10 stop uh, by the defense. I believe Smoot was called for roughing the passer. Yes. They would have been off the field. Just throw a few others in there, man. But those penalties are big. Um, You know, and along with that, you know, you can't sustain uh, drives you know, on, from an offensive standpoint, if you have those penalties. And then from a defensive standpoint, you can't get off the field. And you're allowing the other team to sustain drives. And, you know, you're wearing yourself thin uh, because of conditioning, especially early in the season. But uh, 13 penalties, way, way, way unacceptable. Uh, Fred, Fred what do you make of uh, James Robinson's performance today? I think uh, maybe got a bigger workload than most expected. I thought he ran great. I, I didn't. I didn't see any uh, fall off in the Achilles. You know, he ran with power. He he broke some tackles. Uh, just a lot of arm tackles. He caught the ball well. Um, what do you have? Um, just the two catch, two targets, the one catch for the touchdown. But he, he that was a real smooth catch there. But it was six yards to carry. Yep. Twenty two yard long. Uh, we'll, we'll take that every day, man. So I'm glad to see him back healthy. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, Fred Taylor after a Jaguars loss in Washington, 28-22. Bucky Brooks standing by at FedEx Field. We'll get to him just outside the Jaguars locker room coming up shortly. He'll have a conversation with head coach Doug Peterson and try to get into the locker room as well after a Jaguars opening game today that fell just short. They had the late lead, lost that late, and Washington rallied for a win. Well, the um, the defense today, Trayvon Walker's debut, Fred, I mean, it's hard to ask much more out of him. A sack and an athletic interception and return, he made an impact in this game today. Huge impact. You know, uh, I don't recall every um, uh, defensive debut, career debut by our, our, our guys, but, J.B., I can tell you this. That might be the best ever in Jaguars history, Uh from a defensive standpoint in terms of career debut, uh, that sack and that INT, it just shows so much athleticism. I mean, here he is, um, cut block. He came off a block from a – extended his arm, took that, and, and ran it back about 20 yards or so. And, uh, man, it's just amazing. I do not want to get used to giving a Georgia Bulldog <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But I might have to because he just seems like the real deal. Yeah, and you know what? His running mate in the first round there, Fred, Devin Lloyd, kind of quietly put together an 11-tackle day to lead the Jaguars. You know, there's a lot of talk about how much he might have to rotate out because of his lack of conditioning. We didn't know, uh, but uh, basically went the whole way today. Pretty impressive there as well. Yeah, I mean, he got in on the tackles, and we needed someone out there to tackle, especially early on with, 
the commanders did. They had a lot of short passes. And, uh, you know, I, I did see him out there in the open field, missed a few tackles. But uh, to have 11 tackles show some hustle, I like to see him perform better in passing situations. Uh, the commanders tight end got off to a very good start, made a lot of great catches in clutch situations. And I believe just looking at those coverages, uh, Lloyd was on, a end, on the end of a few of those. So uh, I like to see him get better, you know, uh, as the season progresses and pass coverage because he's a fast guy. He's going to be around the ball. He's going to make his share of tackles. But again, in the passing game is where we're going to need his, uh, his athleticism, his quickness, and his coverage ability. So uh, kudos to him. Kudos to him, I'm sorry, uh, for having a good game in terms of hustle, especially for you know, not being able to play as much in the preseason. We'll take another timeout. Still standing by Bucky Brooks at FedEx Field. We'll get to him with head coach Doug Peterson and much more ahead. Plenty more from Fred Taylor as well after a Jaguars loss 28-22 to the Washington Commanders. And this is Jaguars postgame on the Jaguars radio network. Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC. Call Florida Home AC today, official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. A loss to the Washington Commanders, 28-22. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, more with Fred Taylor coming up. Plenty of Jaguars made their debut with the organization today, including tight end Evan Ingram. Four targets, four catches, 28 yards. He's standing by with Bucky Brooks. Evan, tough loss today. What are your immediate thoughts in the aftermath? Um, just, yeah, like you said, tough one. Um, things that we could have done better from, from the jump for a full 60 minutes. I felt like we came out and played a great second 30 minutes. Uh, but that's the kind of the, the, the theme we're walking away with is we got we know what we can be we got to do that for 60 minutes yeah I heard coach Peterson talk at halftime about we being public enemy number one beating ourselves and the penalties and some of those things you feel like you guys can get that corrected in practice yeah for sure um those are little things there's those are all that's all mental stuff um that's all assignment stuff um and uh that's something that we each one of us will take up to another level our preparation our mental awareness um, little stuff like that that we're all going to fix because um, that's how the league is. League's, league comes down to three or four plays in the game. Those small things can hurt us or they can prevail us to win. Well, looking at the silver lining, it appeared that the, the veteran receivers found their stride the second half. Mm -hmm. You, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Marvin Jones all had a handful of plays. Um, what do you like about what you guys are building with Trevor Lawrence? Uh, we're playing with a, with a good swagger. Um, we walk out there confident every every time. And when we're in the huddle, we all feed off each other's energy too. So um, that's another big thing we're all going to build on. And uh, we got to keep showing up for Trevor because he's, he's, he's a really talented quarterback and he's learning too and we're all learning. So um, we got we to show up for him because um, he's, he's going to show up for us. And um, I think that's the biggest thing. We just keep playing with swagger and confidence. Okay, so one of the big things when you have a young team and a team that doesn't know, necessarily know how to win, how do you help the young guys kind of figure it out? That's, I mean, that's the biggest thing I, you kind of tell um, all the young guys. Like every game comes down to f three or four plays, every single game. Um, there's no just cakewalks in this league. There's no, you get up by eight points. Like you're not riding off into the sunset. You got to finish for full 60 minutes. And I think when we have that sense of urgency as a full unit, vets kind of know young guys are still learning that. Um, then then we'll, we'll, we'll be locked in and, and finish those, those tough, close games. 49 yards and then went to Dotson's uh, Dotson's second touchdown reception of the day they hit the two-pointer and uh, led by six 28 22 would be the final score 
Uh, Bucky Brooks standing by at FedEx Field. Doug Peterson's press conference is complete. We'll get the uh, conversation with the head coach and get his view of it. Uh, an early issue, certainly on defense. They gave up two early touchdowns today. The Jags offense took a little bit to get jump-started after that opening possession where they got a field goal. It was 3-0 Jaguars, and then back-to-back touchdown drives for Washington made it 14-3. Uh, Jags offense still the next few drives sputtered a bit. They turned it over on downs. They three times in the red zone in the first half failed to find Paydirt. They got one field goal out of those three red zone possessions in the first half and trailed at halftime 14-3. to And then the second half turned it around a little bit. Defense continued to play well. Offense started to find their rhythm and get things done. They found the end zone a few times. Christian Kirk had some big catches, certainly in the second half. Uh, Riley Patterson settled himself, made a couple of big field goals there to give the Jaguars the lead for the first time, 15-14. The uh, couple of interceptions, Tyson Campbell, Trayvon Walker, and the Robinson touchdown extended it out a bit. But uh, the defense could not hang on to the very end of this game today. And Washington gets a 28-22 win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. The uh, Jags next week, of course, have the Indianapolis Colts here at TIAA Bank Field. They'll come back home, the only home game in the first four weeks of the 2022 regular season. And then it's off to L.A. in week three against the Chargers and then up to Philadelphia, familiar grounds for head coach Doug Peterson. Yes. Colts and Texans tie today. So oh. 0-0-1 leads oh. the division right now. That's pretty remarkable. Hey, let's go to FedEx Field, and Bucky Brooks is standing by with head coach Doug Peterson. Bucky? Coach, what do you mean to tell us after your tough loss to Washington? Um, you know, it's like I told the team at uh, in the hotel last night, you know, uh, this this whole season and these games are going to be about us, and, and we're going to be our uh, worst known enemy, you know, and, and we're public enemy number one. We just we just got to learn to finish. We just got to learn to, you know, uh, not make critical errors in, in critical situations, right, and, and, and sustain and finish drives and, and complete those passes and make those catches and, and do the things that, um, you know, we're asked to do. It's – it's a tough sport. It's a tough game to play, but it comes down to a handful of plays each week, and, and that's really what this uh, this game came down to today. It's funny because I hear you as an old-school player. Um, before you can win, you have to learn how not to lose. That's right. And so when you have a young team that's trying to figure it out and you get into the fourth quarter, how do you take whatever takes took place on the field today and go back to work and practice so it's a better performance next week? You know, you just got to keep showing them. You just gotta, you just got to put them in situations. You got to talk about it. Um, you got to sh- you got to put the film up. You got to show them these these errors and these mistakes, and and you just you learn, right? And and that's our job as as coaches. We're teachers that way, and we got to teach these guys how to finish and how to win. And and uh, you know um, you you do it so you don't you know you do stuff over and over and over so not to get it wrong, but to get it right, you know. And so it's just like a it becomes second nature. And and then when you do that, things be- couldn't do much with it though. Jaguars offense stalled in the red zone twice more they went for it on fourth down and dropped the football etn dropped it on fourth down then they got the takeaway on the allen force fumble the jaguars settled for another field goal try in the red zone but riley patterson missed it from 37 yards and the halftime score was 14-3 things changed though in the second half uh, trayvon walker had his first career sack on the opening drive the jags defense had to go out there they forced a punt and the Jags finally found Pater. Christian Kirk with a 49-yard reception during the drive. Six plays on the possession, 80 yards, 
and Lawrence to James Robinson through the air this time for a touchdown. Robinson coming back off the Achilles injury. Play fake. Trevor rolls right. Fires into the end zone. Caught for the touchdown. Trevor Lawrence to James Robinson for the score. Three-yard touchdown. The two-point try no good. 14-9 at that point. Washington with the lead. Jags defense forced another punt. The Jaguars go 11 plays. They settle for a 43-yard field goal from Patterson. It's good. And the Jags trailed 14-12. The Jags defense then really turned it on. The second play of the fourth quarter in the next possession. Game on the receiving end of a Wentz touchdown pass. All-out blitz. He drops the throw against the blitz. Fires toward the left side of the end zone. That ball is going to be caught for the touchdown by Jahan Dotson over Tyson Campbell. Great coverage, but Dotson made a play. Tyson couldn't find the ball. Touchdown Washington with 146 to play. That put him up four. The two-point try was good to make it a six-point game. Jaguars had an interception on the next possession, and that would end it. Final score, 28-22. That's how it sounded today. We're back with Fred Taylor in just a moment for the final stats of today's game. Final score, 28-22, Washington. Over the Jaguars, it is Jaguars post-game on the Jaguars radio network. Welcome back, Jaguars post-game presented by Florida Home AC, J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, Fred Taylor. And let's take a look now at the Vistar final stats. Jaguars game day radio is brought to you by Vistar Credit Union. Do good, bank better. Let's start with the team statistics today. Total yardage in favor of Washington, 390 to 383. Rushing net 123 to 85 in favor of the Jaguars. Passing net yardage 305 to 260 in favor of the Commanders. Third down conversions today. The Jaguars on offense 3 of 12 on third downs in this game. Washington finished 7 of 10. Washington had 26 first downs to the Jaguars 24 today. 13 penalties, 90 yards. We addressed that earlier, and I'm sure we will again. Six penalties, 63 yards against Washington. Time of possession in favor of the Commanders. They held it for 32 minutes, 57 seconds in the game. Penalties, third down issues, red zone failure a few times, certainly early, Mike, are the big key team stats today. Uh, no doubt. Individually, again, JP, I think mean, this feeds into the team stats. The, the Jags throw it or drop back to throw it 45 times. Yeah. They hand it to James Robinson and Travis Etienne combined 15 times. So 3-1 to one in a game that was never out of hand. Uh, very similar to the opener last year, but Trevor Lawrence hits 24 out of 42 officially on the day for 275, the touchdown and the interception on the uh, ill-advised heave on third down. Got to live to fight another down there. Quarterback rating of 75. Carson Wentz, 27 of 41, 313, four touchdowns on the day to get picked twice by the Jags. Uh, Tyson Campbell and Trayvon Walker, a pair of Georgia Bulldogs, former Georgia Bulldogs, Getting it done. A quarterback rating of 101, though, for Wentz. Uh, James Robinson, I thought spectacular considering everything. Uh, coming back today with 11 carries for 66 yards. Scored the touchdown on the ground. Had one catch, and that one resulted in another score. Travis Etienne, though, averaged 11.8 yards. A carry 
He only got four carries, though. Four for 47 on the day uh, for Washington. Antonio Gibson carried it 14 times for 58 yards, just over four yards a pop. He was the only significant ball carrier there. Christian Kirk in his debut for Jacksonville, six for 117. And Zay Jones, six for 65, although only one of those catches for Jones came after the half. Antonio Gibson led the way in both receiving numbers uh, of catches and yards, seven for 72 uh, touchdowns through the air. I mentioned James Robinson, Terry McLaurin, and Curtis Samuel each had one. The rookie Jahan Dotson had a pair for the commanders today. Devin Lloyd led the Jaguars with 11 tackles, including eight solos. And uh, on the day, though, it was Trayvon Walker with the sack and the interception, the only sack of the day for the Jacksonville Jaguars. The commanders picked up a pair of those in their 28-22 win. There you have it, the uh, Vistar final stats. And uh, all right, Fred, um, you know, third down, not going to get it done. Uh, with those kind of numbers, what, 3 of 12 today, red zone failures yeah. in the first half, yeah. all that combined is not good for business. Not at all, JP. Uh, you said that they're 25% on third downs. Well, on the flip side, the commanders were 70%. Just being able to sustain drives. When you sustain drives, you get closer to you no know, field goal opportunities. Although uh, the commanders, you know, they didn't they didn't attempt a field goal today, right? No, correct. No, right, correct. Uh, so, and, and then on the flip side of that, zero for three in the first half in the red zone. I think they finished two two for five, forty percent, while the commanders were two for two. So they took full advantage of those opportunities. So you got to get out there. I, I think Coach Peterson said to Bucky, um, he, he spoke about situations, you know, and learning how to finish, uh, especially on a handful of plays. And that's when situations come into play. You want that to be second nature. But, you know, for me, situations is one thing, right? Um, effort. Effort is the come denominator in that. You, you got to be able to go out there and put forth that effort, especially in the opening uh, games of the season. You're going to be tired because if you're a starter, they're going to depend on you to play you know, every snap for four quarters uh, for the most part, especially at those tough positions such as cornerback. And I like to see Shaquille. I like to challenge him to play better. And we all know he has it in him. You know, to get beat on those two plays, uh, one to Dodson, one to McLaurin, I think that's, uh, you know, that is potentially part of it is effort. The other part is uh, making sure your assignment is done uh, uh, accurately. And uh, I would have to see the tape to be able to tell the difference in the two. But, again, I challenge him to go out there and make those plays because he's a veteran guy that we've seen make those plays. So you got to make them. Uh, and, and that's my two cents to everything, J.P. All right, we'll come back in a moment. Uh, by the way, Trayvon Walker, as they said on the broadcast, uh, joins Kevin Hardy in 1996, the only players in franchise history to record at least one sack and one interception in their first career game. That was 96 against the Steelers for Hardy and in 2022 against the Washington Commanders for Trayvon Walker. Uh, and hey, category. Hey, up next, though, is the Jaguars Radio Network Player of the Game voting, and I wonder who it could <laughs> be today. Well, there are plenty of options. We'll try to figure it out when we return. Final score, 28-22. The Commanders over the Jaguars. It's Jaguars postgame on Jaguars Radio. Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC. Call Florida Home AC today. Official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, 28-22. The final Commanders over the Jags. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, and Fred Taylor. 
With the Jaguars Radio Network player of the game voting, I get a vote, Mike gets a vote, Fred gets a vote, and a half. There are plenty of options today. Unfortunately, in a losing effort, uh, you got Christian Kirk, 12 targets, 6 catches, 117 yards. But I'm going to go with the guy that uh, we teased before break. Trayvon Walker in his NFL debut today had four tackles. He had a sack in the third quarter, opening drive, and then an interception, athletic play to uh, what ended up setting up the uh, touchdown to extend the lead to 22-14 the next play after that. So, for me, Mike, it's Trayvon Walker. Who oh, got? it's easily Trayvon Walker. I mean, that's a spectacular debut. <laughs> and, and honestly, I'm sorry, Fred, to take the vote right out of your hand on that. You can have six and a half votes. I, I think we're all going to be unanimous today. <laughs> it just goes to show you, though, that a pass rusher's impact can be measured on just a couple of plays here, right? I mean, three total tackles for Trayvon Walker is what he's credited with. One of those comes on the sack, and then he has the interception. Those two plays really were differences in the game, particularly the interception. That's your play of the game uh, right there, Fred. And a great way for him. I mean, it's disappointing to lose this football game, but a great way for him to announce his arrival in the National Football League. Yeah, Mike, I agree with you. JP, I agree with you as well. He's a guy that charted in almost, uh, you know, every defensive statistical category. Uh, he had a three tackles, one assist, four total tackles, one sack, eight yard loss, two be hit, tackle for loss, interception in the pass defense. So, uh, just an amazing start for a rookie, you know, coming in with the pressures of being number one overall. Now, he tossed that aside and he went out there and played a solid football game in a hostile environment there up there in Virginia at FedEx Field. So, uh, uh, unanimous decision, man, Trayvon Walker, uh, player of the game. Well, and not that we're going to be monitoring this at all this year, but just for the record, Aiden Hutchinson had one assisted tackle today. That was his stat <laughs> oh, line. We're not we're Detroit, from starting not, starting now. We're not going to follow. It. Starting now, right? We okay, will not good. anymore refer starting to that. Now. Starting yeah, now. starting now. I'm not going to refer to that anymore. So, um, after one week at least, and, and by the way, his team lost as well. Oh, so, well, okay. don't get the advantage there. Hey, by the way, some honorable mentions today. We mentioned Christian Kirk, twelve catches, six. Or, I'm sorry, twelve targets, six catches, 117 yards. You can see what kind of difference he could make in this offense. Zay Jones, six for 65 today and James Robinson 11 carry 66 yards a touchdown on the ground another through the air all good candidates today but Trayvon Walker is the Jaguars radio network player of the game and if you're looking for the MVP of the truck game then look no further than Ford F-150 loaded with impressive capabilities and designed to dominate work play and everything in between this truck makes tough look easy your local Ford dealer proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars the Baptist Health Injury Report when we return after a Jags loss, 28-22 in Washington. It's Jaguars postgame on Jaguars Radio. Welcome back. It's Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC. Final score, 28-22. Commanders over the Jaguars. Time now for the Baptist Health Injury Report. Baptist Health, changing health care for good. And, uh, well, I, I must say, I don't remember anything too major in this game. Uh, at the end, remember Walker Little came in on the final drive at right tackle. Right. There was some conversation during the broadcast that maybe Taylor was getting, uh, Juwan Taylor was getting looked at on the sideline. Never saw that on television, um, at least that I saw. But um, we'll see what, if anything on, on that front comes out. Uh, Foley Fadakasi was able to play today. That was a good thing. He was out there. It was a questionable 
uh, designation for him at the end of the week, Fred. So, um, hey, you know, came out of this game relatively healthy. That's a good thing. It's always a good thing, especially early in the season, JP. You know, have some guys that are sore and, uh, you know, not feeling too great after, you know, going from, I guess, zero to 1,000, you know, in terms of the play count and, and, and being able to tackle and run around and all that stuff. So these guys, they just got to get back in the equipment, I mean, in the uh, training room, make sure they're taking care of themselves and uh, get ready for the next game, home opener. Yeah, Foley uh, hopefully came through okay. Hurt my feelings, though, when he had uh, Wentz dead to rights in the backfield. <laughs> just yeah. just missed him, man. That would have been a nice play. Or jumped off sides on third and three at the well, end. That hurt, too. Oh, yeah. man. Heartbreaks. Yeah, we got to get better at that, man. Those 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 sacks that were back there in the backfield staring down the quarterbacks, we got to finish them off, as well as the tackle for losses. Oh, that we're just greedy radio group, right? <laughs> We're, just make the plays, Fred. Yes. The second drivers, the passengers. Sunday, you know, late afternoon, QB, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, gonna, yeah. That's what we yeah, do. Late afternoon, QB. We, we got to make – they got to make the plays, man, so we can talk about it. Either way, whether they do or they don't, we're going to talk about it. That's right. But we prefer that they make the plays, right? No it's, doubt. Inev- it, it's inevitable. It's going to get talked about either way. So uh, let's come back in a moment, and we'll preview <laughs> next week's time we're going to talk about it. The uh, Jaguars host the Colts in next week's home opener. The Jaguars game day radio broadcast is brought to you by Star Credit Union. Do good, bank better. This is Jaguars post game on the Jaguars radio network. Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC. Call Florida Home AC today, official air conditioning partner of the Jaguars. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, and the final thoughts with Fred Taylor. Let's on to next week, 28-22, the loss. Plenty of teaching points in this game, Fred, and a division rival coming to town, and they have revenge on their mind. Um, And we are... uh, We'll get Fred Taylor back in just a moment. Hey, Fred, you're with us. I am here. There you are. Hey, I am here. I never went anywhere. Hey, we're glad you're. We're glad you didn't go anywhere. Hey, so um, tell Linda I say hello. uh, Hi, Linda. Um, So plenty of teaching points in this game, and a division rival coming in next week. And here we go. The Colts are coming to town. Your favorite. The Colts are coming to town. Not my favorite. My favorite is actually uh, Tennessee Titans in that division because I absolutely hate them. And I think my second favorite would be the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I digress back to the coach. Man, they know what they have. Jonathan Taylor, he is a machine. 31 carries, 161 today versus the uh, Texans. They know what they're going to do. We know what they're going to do. They're going to try to run the football first and foremost. And then they're going to try to get the ball to Pittman. I think he has something like 31 targets, uh, 13 targets. Nine catches, 121 yards. So that, it tells you um, those guys are pretty much what the Colts want to do from an offensive standpoint. Matt Ryan had 50 attempts. Hopefully they come in here and try to throw it 50 times. That only spells good things for uh, Josh Allen, uh, uh, Trayvon Walker, and those guys on defense. And hopefully we can keep it close and find a way to finish it at the end of the game because they played a close one versus a, a not very good Texans team. And uh, if we get this win, you never know. Maybe we can uh, be number two in the division behind Tennessee uh, going for after at the end of next week. Yeah, keep in mind, they were down 20-3 to three yeah. in that game and had nothing going offensively. And they got all those plays off because they played a 
full five quarters today, JP. Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they did. That's a long game. Hey, uh, Fred, well done. We'll talk to you again next week. Have a good one. See you guys in a minute, man. Y'all be good. All right, Freddie. Pride of the Jaguars running back Fred Taylor. We're back for those on our flagship station, 1010XL in Jacksonville. Stick around. The scoreboard show is next. We'll get your calls at 355-NFL1. VP of Production, Patrick Cavanaugh. Executive Producer, Dave DeCandis. Manager of Radio, Joe Fortunato. Linda Fortunato and Tony Smith, our studio producers. Brent Reaver, Trent Padilla, Gabby Dalton. And David Cho produced our video for Jaguars.com. William Pease handles our podcast. Kate Waskey handles our ad placement. For Fred Taylor, Mike Dempsey, and our entire crew, this is J.P. Shadrick saying good evening. Final score for the final time. Commanders 28, Jaguars 22 on the Jaguars radio network.